بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمد وصلی علی رسوله کریم اما بعد regarding the remembrance of death in this book of Sheikh Abdullah Ali has quoted some poems that have been compiled with regards to this very important aspect so we will inshallah read through the lines of this poetry and try to understand the message therein this is a poem regarding the remembrance of death and under this there's a little note here which is the actual reason for the compilation of this booklet in other words the poem came to the attention of Sheikh Hamdul Ali he saw this poem and liked it very much and this then became the catalyst for the compilation of this entire booklet the poet says dayata umruka ya maghrur fi ghafali qum lit talafi fa anta alyawm fi mahali that old deceived person you have wasted your life in negligence stand up make amends for today you have been given the spite this is the first line of the poem and it starts off on this note that dayata that you've wasted your life in negligence and this is really the root of all the issues that there's only one of two conditions that a person can be in he's either in the condition and the state of zikr and if that is not happening then he's in the state of ghaflat and ghaflat is the root of all the problems that a person finds himself in that if a person had been truly in the state of zikr that it would have been very difficult to fall into sin so therefore the poem the poet says that you have wasted your life in negligence stand up make amends for today you have been given respite in other words this life but how long this respite lasts allah knows it could be for maybe one year could be one month could be one week it could be one day allah knows best whether it's even few minutes so therefore a person should never procrastinate the procrastination this comes from shaitan tomorrow later this later never finishes off wastafrighi dam'a mimma fata min zamanin wandam bitawbin ala ayyamikal awali that shed tears for time you have lost and by repenting be ashamed over your past life that what is that a person now comes to the realization that i have wasted my life i have done things which i shouldn't have done so that is just the starting point the realization but then the realization must move a person towards action and the first part of this action is sincere toba it's a sincere toba and this is allah taala's grace and mercy that a person turns to allah taala in sincere toba at-taibu min az-zamb kama allah zambala the person who sincerely repents fulfilling the conditions that are required the conditions which we have discussed the remorse and regret over what has happened stopping that sin and that firm pledge with allah taala that i won't do this again in future and if it pertains to the rights of people to fulfill that the rights of allah taala to fulfill that so with the sincere toba that a person makes and shed some tears of repentance allah taala's grace is such at-taibu min az-zamb kama allah zambala 
The person who has repented sincerely is like the person who has never committed the sin. Badir ila salihil a'mali mujtahidan fannajhu fil juhdi wal hirmanu fil kasani. Paul says thereafter that advance towards good deeds by striving. Because in striving there is success. And in laziness there is deprivation. If a person wants to acquire anything in dunya, anything requires the person to strive. Nothing is acquired without striving. If a person cannot acquire dunya without striving, how we expect to acquire jannat without striving? This is the message in one hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that ala inna sil'at Allah al-ghaliya ala inna sil'at Allah al-jannah that the commodity of Allah ta'ala is very very expensive very precious it's not something lying on the street corners the commodity of Allah ta'ala which Allah ta'ala has put forward for us to purchase so to say is jannah the jannah has a price the price is iman and amal salihah person wants to get directly to Jannat, then direct entry to Jannat will require Iman and amal Salihah. So this is the price that we have to be ready to pay by striving for good deeds and in laziness there is deprivation. This laziness is such a major malady that among the things that Rasulullah taught us to seek refuge from, Allah Ta'ala. One of the things is laziness. Can we imagine that Rasulullah is teaching us to make this dua? Allahumma inni a'udhu bika minal ajzi wal kasal. Ya Allah, I seek your protection minal ajz. Ajz from helplessness. That a person becomes helpless. This is something now beyond his control. Either due to severe illness or some tragedy, he becomes now completely incapacitated. He just cannot do anything. Now he has a lot of desire to do good sometimes. He has a lot of zeal that I should do this and I should do that, but he is unable to do anything. So one is to ask for Allah Ta'ala's protection from such a situation also. One person was in hospital, he is still perhaps in hospital, maybe he got discharged, I am not aware. So just as a taziyat, gave him a brief call yesterday. So choking with tears, you can hear the tears in his voice that I'm in such a condition and this month of Ramadan my desire is I could have made sajda but I'm lying in bed, I can't move and how I wish I could be making sajda today but these realities only sometimes dawn upon us when that ability is not there so this is asking Allah Ta'ala's protection min al-ajz and that is never there is not in a person's control, but the other part of it, min al-ajzi wal kasal. Ya Allah, I seek protection in you from laziness. Because laziness, this becomes a very major factor that deprives a person from tremendous good. And when a person falls into laziness, then the thing that just comes along is procrastination. Laziness, then tomorrow. Procrastination, then next time, later. And this tasweef, this procrastination, this too is among the, the traps of shaitan and among the things that shaitan uses to get a person far away from what he should be doing, get him deprived from all the good. So Allah Ta'ala 
save us from this. Rasulullah is teaching us to ask for these, for protection from these things. In fact, these are things which we should include in our dua daily. Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min al-ajzi wal-kasr wa min al-bukhli wal-jubn wa min ghalabati al-dayn wa qahri al-rijal. These are such beautiful duas, such comprehensive duas, so much of, filled with so much of meaning and fulfilling all, or rather uh, encompassing all our needs. What we have needs for, what we are worried about, all these things are in these duas. So this is the message here that the poet is giving us. فَالنَّجْحُ فِي الْجُهْدِ وَالْحِرْمَانُ فِي الْكَسَلِ That in striving is the success and in laziness there is deprivation. كُنْ لَا مَحَالَةَ فِي الدُّنْيَا كَمُغْتَرِبٍ عَلَى رَحِيلٍ دَنَاءُ عَابِرِ السُّبُلِ He said live in this world as if you are a traveler on a journey or rather like a wayfarer. Rather like a wayfarer, somebody who's just on the road. This is the message of a hadith sharif where Rasulullah says, Kun fi dunya ka gharib aw abiru sabil. Be in this dunya like a stranger. A stranger, a stranger, a person comes, now he doesn't live in this part of the world, he's come from overseas somewhere. So he's come, he's come to spend a few days, he's come to spend a few weeks, he might even have come to spend a few months. But he's still a stranger here, he's not a person who's resident here. So when he's not resident here, so then he lives here for the time that he's going to be here. He's going to be here for a few weeks, even for a few months. So for a few months also, he doesn't go out of his way to now make this place like a jannat for himself. So he's here for a few months, he's going back home then. And he goes back home, he's got all his comforts, his luxuries, whatever at home, he'll enjoy it there. So the beast starts first says, be like a stranger. A stranger, he does, makes good, okay, he's going to be here for a few months, so fine, he'll make himself comfortable to that extent. But then Nabi Islam takes it one step further. That this person who's a stranger, but he's stationed somewhere for a while, he too starts now wanting to make things a little bit better for himself. But Abiru Sabil, the person who's on the road, now he just stops a little while to have some tea. Now he stops to have some tea, sometimes the tea is cold too, he says, I'll have it now, just now we'll get home. When we get home, then we'll have the hot tea. That food is cold, he says, I'll have it cold now, just now we'll get home, then we'll have the nice hot meal. So his focus is on home, so therefore this cold tea and the cold food, whatever else too, it's all fine, we just need to keep things going now. That is the message Rasulullah is giving us, that this dunya, is not the place to put one's heart in. The heart must be attached to akhirat. And a person makes do with whatever Allah Ta'ala provides for him, and Allah Ta'ala provides some bounties and ni'mad, some comforts and luxuries, that's Allah Ta'ala's ni'mad, make shukar upon it, but never attach the heart to it. Never focus the heart and mind towards these things. And if it is not available, then the person is now uneasy, and it must become available, and at any cost, then whether it is in the right way or whether in the wrong way. This then becomes a major problem from the side of shaitan. Now just shaitan just then drags a person into all kinds of sin and vice, just in order to keep that crave filled. This is the lesson in here, that dunya, this is a way to live in dunya, live in this world as if you are a stranger or as if like a wayfarer. دَارُ الْخُلُودِ مَقَامًا دَارُ آخِرَةٍ إِنَّ الْإِقَامَةَ فِي الدُّنْيَا إِلَىٰ أَجَلِي is the everlasting residence is only the akhirat.
living in this world is only until an appointed time. Fixed time. And when the time comes, Allah knows. None of us has got any kind of faintest idea when my time will be up. And it could be up, Allah knows best when and how quickly. وَكُلُّ مَنْ حَلَّ فِي الدُّنْيَا فَمُرْتَحِلٌ يَوْمًا لِمَنْزِلَةٍ فِي إِثْرِ مُرْتَحِلِ Whoever has come into this world has to journey one day towards his abode immediately one after another. One person is gone, the next person just goes. Every day we hear about a janazah. Every day we're reading somebody's name on the board. And someday people are going to be reading our name on the board. Allah knows best when they're going to read our name. We have to be prepared for that. Have you ever taken heed as to how many have arrived and how many departed from here? And whoever has arrived here has come to depart. Allah Ta'ala give us a tawfiq that we also prepare for that moment when we have to leave dunya. And Allah Ta'ala make it such that when the time comes, we live in a condition that we are in perfect iman and in the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. لا تلقي وسط توفيق آخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين إن شاء الله يوم 22